What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset. Yes, this is Marla Tabaka. And as always, I am just thrilled to know that you are all out there listening to this show because I have a fabulous guest and a wonderful topic today. One of my absolutely favorite topics, in fact. So I'm glad you're here. You know, whether you're a small business owner, coach, consultant, speaker, or author, media exposure can play a critical role in your success and credibility. A mention in a high-profile industry or business magazine goes a long way in establishing a great reputation and may even bring some business to your door. But not everyone can afford a marketing firm. Sadly, that stops many entrepreneurs who have a great story to share from getting their name out there in the press. But it doesn't have to. According to today's guest, you can get media placements, both locally and nationally, all on your own. Jacqueline Camacho Ruiz is a published author, speaker, and make-it-happen officer at Chicagoland's award-winning JJR Marketing Consultants, a firm she founded in 2006. Jacqueline has received numerous awards for her work, including the Emerging Leader Award, Entrepreneurial Excellence, and Influential Women in Business Awards. She speaks to audiences nationwide and is described as having a fire about marketing that leaps off the stage. I am so honored to have you here, Miss Jackie Ruiz. How are you today? I am doing absolutely amazing despite... Uh the wonderful weather we're experiencing again here in Chicago. <laughs> we are just making history here in Chicago, aren't we, girl? <laughs> we definitely are. Oh, my goodness. So, Jackie, let's start the show so that people can learn a little bit about you. Talk a little bit about JJR Marketing and how you found your way into the world of marketing and PR. You know, Marla, I, um, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I come from two uh, entrepreneur parents, and um, I always saw them create things from nothing, you know, by virtue of, um, you know, creating a plan, an action, and um, and asking other people to help them, in this case, you know, selling or whatever the case might be. And so I, I grew up seeing all of that, and I grew up exposed to amazing literature from authors from like Bill Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Zig Ziglar, Agmandino, and I... I became, I was very curious growing up, and my dream had always been to be an entrepreneur. So as I was growing up, I, I actually started in the world of sales, and fascinating world. <laughs> but <laughs> what I realized, Paul, Marla, is that uh, if you don't have an agreement with a signature on it, you're pretty much not in sales. I mean, you're not, you're not selling anything. So basically, for me, what constituted the sale, and for pretty much most people, is an agreement with a signature. 
So it tends to be very, very direct. Then from there, you know, I started getting involved into the marketing world. And I noticed that with marketing, I didn't even need to worry about the signature on this piece of paper. All I had to do is create messages and imagery that would inspire people to take action. And then the salespeople would close the deal. <laughs> so it became, <laughs> it became kind of exciting. I'm like, wow, I don't even have to do that. I don't have to push them to buy something. I can uh-huh. just inspire them and create the right experience for them to be motivated to take action on, on to doing something. But then, you know, it was fascinating. So I was doing a lot of the marketing and then started diving into the PR. I realized that I didn't even need to worry about motivating motivating the audience directly. Now I can inspire the editors, so those reputable companies or reputable media outlets or TV producers, sh- show them the story, and if they get motivated to write the story, then that would become a third-party endorsement. And what I realized, it was a, like a third degree of separation from sales. Sales, you have the signature with a contract. Marketing, you have the motivation as it infuses all the imagery and everything you create. And then PR is basically your ability to convey a story and a message that is unique to that particular audience within a media outlet. And all of a sudden, you now gain a third-party endorsement. And what I realized is that the power of that is much bigger than even sales or marketing. So, you know, I always kind of dive into, you know, between sales and marketing with the agency. And that's exactly what we are. We're a full-service marketing agency. And um, we have this ability to integrate marketing with PR, which is, you know, my two passions in life. Mm. And you do. You you do follow your passion wherever you go in your life. And uh, I think that's just... Uh, such a beautiful, beautiful characteristic and, and quality in you. And you infuse that passion into the work that you do for others, which is why you do so well over at JJR Marketing, one of the reasons anyway. Jackie, you are the owner of a very successful marketing firm, but you have said that, you know, that, you know since people, not everyone can afford a marketing firm, there are things that business owners can do to get their own press. And I see that happen all the time as well. And media coverage is, is fabulous, right? Everybody wants it. But you also have to be ready for it. So what are some of the things a small business or an individual should have in place before they even start thinking about developing a campaign or seeking media attention in some way? Well, you know, the, the very interesting thing to know, and um, a lot of the business owners listening today might already be aware that media, whether it be electronic media, radio and TV, or print media, they're always looking for guests, and they're always looking for a human angle to position you as the expert. So mm-hmm. even if there's a national trend, a national um, story going on, especially local stations always look for that particular story that will bring the human angle to to that whole, you know, to that big national story. So the biggest thing that small businesses need to know is that you don't need a publicist. You can actually do it on your own by, A, researching the media outlets that you're interested in. So if you know if you're manufacturing, if there is, um, you know, let's say there's a three, four manufacturing association or trade publications in that industry. You need to get those publications inside and out. You need to know their sections and, and then merely research. Find out exactly what they write about. Find out the frequency. Find out about the people that are writing it. 
try to connect to them on LinkedIn or in any other social media outlet and, and really get to know that publication. Mm-hmm. That is probably one of the most important things that I can advise you. Um, even if when you're a publicist, if you go to a media outlet with the wrong angle or oh. the wrong type of story that they don't cover, I'm pretty sure that, you know, as you experience this, Marla, yeah. on an ongoing basis, uh, probably one of the, what are the, worst mistakes that you can make because you're wasting their time you're you know you don't look good in front of them and uh, essentially you might you know burn bridges to what could potentially be a good relationship well so, i think that's such thing- an important i'm sorry for interrupting i just i want to reiterate that point because that is so important people don't realize and many publicists jackie don't don't realize that when you have an off-topic pitch, in other words, you're pitching something that the author or the editor or the producer doesn't normally cover uh, because it's not applicable to their audience, then you are burning bridges. You said it so well because if you come back someday and you do find a way to, to bring your topic around to that audience and you pitch again, you know, that that person may just remember you. And it's it's very frustrating because it says it says to me as an author that, okay, you want something I have to offer my audience, basically, which I, I covet and protect, um, but you have no interest in me or what I do otherwise. And, you know, we're human too. And you're wasting my time because I get hundreds of emails, you know. So I think that's a point if, if you know, for individuals as well as publicists out there to really, really think about that's really important. You know, I think, uh, Marla, you said something very, very powerful. Um, you know, as a, as a sales, somebody that has come from sales and from the marketing world, what I realized um, as I was out there networking and, and if you go and meet a variety of people on a weekly basis and you say you're going to do something and you follow up and follow through and you make this happen, whether it's follow up to set up a meeting, follow up to give them information about mm-hmm. an upcoming event or whatever the case might be. And what I found out is that when you keep your core values of integrity, mm-hmm. professionalism, um, doing what you say, saying what you do is essentially integrity, trust, all those core values that are, to the naked eye, they might be invisible, but you can definitely mm-hmm. feel them in a relationship. They are much more important than, you know, in the media world, With when you're relating to editors and reporters and producers, they're much more important and they, they're much more uh, prominent. And that's what I realized that as I was networking and meeting with other people, I realized that those core values that I had created as a business professional were actually perfect when applied to media outlets. Because now I can use those relationship building techniques with the media, and they just uh, that's that's been part of the reason for the success. Because mm-hmm. if I say mm-hmm. I'm going to do something, I do it on a certain day, and that's certainly something that um, any small business owner listening to this uh, podcast uh, should be aware of. That's so true. That relationship building and is is critical, and uh, with social media right here in our lives every day, there's no reason that just about anybody can't build a relationship that could, you know, be a win 
in both directions. So it's important to build that relationship and, and pitching others. And Jackie, we just have a minute before we're actually going into our first break already. And uh, going back to the question um, that we've we've talked about a little bit, of what do you need to have in place before you seek media attention? You know, I'd like to come back after break and talk about, okay, so you want to come onto this podcast or, okay, so you want to go onto that television station. Um, what, what do you, what are they going to ask about? from you? Are they going to ask for a bio? Are they going to ask for images? Are they going to ask for a synopsis on um, what you're going to pitch? You know, I'd like to come back and just kind of prepare everybody with what we need and then go in some, uh, into some more of these really important talking points. So you are listening to Million Dollar Mindset Radio and I am Marla Tabaka and we will be back from this break in just a minute. Remember, you can always find me at MarlaTabaka.com. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. The Woohoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Finally, a show that supports women who are in the midst of a transition in midlife. The show is Second Wind. Here's what certified coach, author, and host of Second Wind, Joyce Buford, wants you to know. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. We all need cheerleaders, someone who's on our side. Second Wind is that program to help women connect with other women, hear other women's stories. In a stressful world. Find in those stories. Learn to discover your passions and joys again. Create the life you want to live to the fullest. Join us for Second Wind with Joyce Buford, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And we're here today with Jacqueline Kamasha Ruiz, who is a regular topic expert on television and radio, including CBS World News, CBS Chicago, WGN TV, ABC 7 News, and WGN Radio 720. And so we are so privileged to have you here today, Jackie. And, you know, some of the points that we covered in our first second session, uh, session, I'm in a coaching session, in our first segment <laughs> was the importance of building relationships with with the uh, the media that you're seeking to pitch to and and getting to know them and their audience do some of your homework know who you're pitching to and keep those values in intact build those relationships and be true to yourself when you're out there in in networking environments as well as when you're you're seeking to pitch to a member of the media and so let's move on. Those are such important points. Let's move on to what you need to have prepared behind the scenes. Like what are some of the things that you could be asked for that you don't want to be rattled because you don't have them prepared? What are the most important basics? Well, in the ideal scenario, um, you want to have a press kit. Okay, the press kit mm-hmm. typically contains a press release, which is typically the angle, the main story angle that you're pursuing for that particular media outlet. Um, This could be more of a general type of uh, story. For example, you are an entrepreneur that has survived cancer. You know, that could be, or maybe someone that left corporate America to pursue your, your dream as an entrepreneur. That could be the main story angle, right? And that's one of the key components of the press kit. The second component of a press kit is a fact sheet, which basically takes your company and Factualizes all the information. So you're looking at company, address, phone number, number of employees, the services you provide, so that the reporter, the producer, is able to look at it at a glance and be able to understand exactly what you do and how you do it. The third component is a, a backgrounder, which is typically a bio. If you are, if the main story of the press kit is a story about you leaving corporate America as an entrepreneur and following your dream and becoming widely successful, then the backgrounder becomes the bio, which is your education, where you came from, how were you motivated to start your own business, and why you left corporate America in this particular example. And then the fourth component that you want to have in your media kit is a a story angle sheet, which basically takes the main story and then breaks it apart into potential segments. Uh, Typically, they are about a, a paragraph long, uh, and you might want to have three or four additional story angles that the reporter says, you know what, I'm not interested in the press release. However, I'd be interested in doing a segment on this, on this, you know, story angle number three uh, in the press kit. So that is the ideal scenario, Marla. Of course, we know mm-hmm. that small businesses have limited resources, limited um, amount, amounts of money that they can invest or time. So at the very, very least, you definitely need to have your bio. You definitely need to have high-resolution photos, 300 dots per inch or DPI, um, because you want to have a photo that can be easily modified for print and also for online media. Um, typically, TV or radio, unless they're posting something on their website, they typically don't ask you for a photo, but you definitely need to have it for any, any online media. And uh, those will be the, the basic things. And um, I would also add a, the story pitch, the story sales sheets or the story angles uh, that is part of the press kit. So you basically have 
your bio, you have high-resolution photos, at least one with your headshot, and then uh, three, you have the story angles. So you say, these are the things that I'm an expert in, these are the things that I can speak about, and then when you have, you know, when you have this type of story, please consider me as a, as a thought leader for your publication. Excellent information. Thank you, Jackie. And we know that one of the most important components of this pitch is is the headline. It's the very first thing that you say. Uh, can you give us a few tips on, on how to create a catching and eye-catching headline? Well, number one with the headline, it's, it's important to include the company name in some way, shape, or form. Because um, when you're sending out a press release, you need to make sure that you clearly identify who you're pitching, right? But then, you know, this is where marketing comes in place. The marketing world kind of merges into the PR world, and you begin to create headlines, for example, that um, have to do with something that is trendy right now, mm-hmm. um, something that, uh, so for example, there was a hurricane, right? In the headline, you might include something that has to do with the hurricane, but in a, in a clever way that positions you as the expert, they speak locally about with care in order, you know, to survive this hurricane or, or whatever the catastrophe that is going on. Um, so you always want to find a, listen to, have a pulse for what the media is talking about. Read your newspapers, read your magazines, listen to the radio, watch TV, and then always pair that up with what your expertise is and then capture that in a headline so that it's becoming relevant, it's current, people are, you know, in that frequency, and all of a sudden they're like, wow, okay, perfect, this is mm-hmm. exactly what I need. Because let's face it, media outlets, especially hard news, breaking news segments, uh, news segments, they, they're living day by day, sometimes minute by minute. So I've gotten phone calls from CBS World News, and they say, Jackie, I need you to find me someone that has recently gone through a divorce and they're now going through bankruptcy. Like, okay, well, and I need it in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lovely. <yeah. laughs> it, it's amazing. Or sometimes I've actually had uh, newscast stations that call me within, they call me, let's say, at 2 o'clock, and by 4 o'clock they're in my office. We're doing a segment, and then on their way back, they're you know they're pretty much getting the story ready to to publish it or you know make it live around five o'clock for the five o'clock news. Mm-hmm. So TV typically happens very quickly, but as you're pitching them and as you have those unique headlines that typically capture that essence of what you're trying to convey or trigger a specific point in what the publication covers. That's also an important uh, tip, you know, when you're creating headlines. But it's about being relevant. It's about being creative. It's about uh, being timely so that your headline triggers them to read on, read on more. And then, of course, uh, you end up with a media placement. Yeah, I think one of my very, very favorite examples of that one I love to share is from a client I had a number of years ago, a few years ago, and she was the author of a book. Uh, it was something like 101 Ways to Win Over Your Mother-in-Law or something like that. It was, a, it was a really cute book. Well, it was at the time, okay, so gosh, it was a long time ago because it was at the time when uh, President Obama's mother-in-law was moving into the White House. And so her headline was um, 
Obama's mother-in-law to win to move into the White House. Learn how to win your mother-in-law over. And boy, she got so much coverage on that. It was amazing. She could hardly keep up. So she took something relevant and she took her topic and she found that sweet spot where there is that cross-section. So it's great, great points. That is, yeah, that is such a clever, and that's exactly right. I mean, that, that, that example paired up what was going on, relevant, the timeliness of the story, and then positioned her as a thought leader, as the expert, to speak about that and making it relevant to the rest of the population. In this case, this particular, um, you know, media outlets that, you know, relevancy, you know, what, who mm-hmm. their media is. I mean, I'm sorry, the audience. So, that is probably one of the most important points, uh, to be able to know what is going on. And you don't have to read newspapers. You don't have to bury yourself in newspapers and watch TV all the time and radio. Now there's so many ways that you can synthesize the news and you can see the news feeds and things that are going on. I typically uh, recommend like Yahoo of the World or PBS where you can actually go and, and just kind of see mm-hmm. what the media is talking about. There's also a great website called topics.net. T-O-P-I-X dot net. And you basically can type in any topic that is relevant to you. If you're a manufacturing company, if you're an entrepreneur that left corporate America, if you are an IT company, you can actually search and it'll bring up all the relevant news that are going on right now related to your topic or to your industry. And then you start to get a better sense of what the media is talking about so that when those opportunities happen, just like the example you mentioned, you are at the epicenter of what's going on and you are the expert that is being called by major media outlets. That is such a wonderful resource. And another one that I know that uh, both you and I use is Help a Reporter Out, uh, helpareporter.com and also known as HARO. And if you subscribe to that feed and just keep an eye out, uh, reporters and journalists actually go on there and tell you exactly what kind of storyline they're doing and uh, who they need as an expert. And uh, I know a lot of my clients have gotten pressed that way as well, too. So... So that's uh, those are some great re- resources. Topics.net and uh, helpareporter.com, right, Jackie? Isn't it a dot .com, I believe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, so, yeah, you sign up for free, and it's, it's a great tool for sure. It, it really is, and it comes into your mailbox, you know, three, two, three, four times a day, depending on volume. And, uh, boy, it sure has saved me as, a, as an author a number of times, and I've been able to pass pitches on to, to clients and people I know and, um, and and had some really, really good fortune with it, too. So, And we, we can't forget, too, the simple another simple way of doing it is just to go into Twitter and hashtag and see what's trending, in, you know, just by looking at, at the, uh, the trending topics with the hashtag, too. So Exactly. Those are all great. So, Jackie, uh, you know, I, mm-hmm, go ahead. And a couple, a couple of things too, Marla. On that uh, topic is that um, when um, I serve on the board of the Publicity Co. of Chicago, and we bring a lot of uh, re- producers and reporters, and and they always are giving us, you know, the the latest and greatest trends, you know, things that are going on. 
But okay, we're going to save it for after this break. Uh, my producer's telling me we're already going into our second break here. So uh, we're going to find out what this, this great hint that Jackie has when we come back. Make sure to uh, head on over to inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco to, uh, to see the different things that I've been writing about and what's trending over in my column at Inc. This is Marla Tabaka. You'll find me at marlatabaka.com. And we'll be back in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. LinkedIn. It's a great tool. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. With the LinkedIn Lady Show, Wednesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. The LinkedIn Lady will have interviews each week with a variety of guests such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us, won't you? Every Wednesday afternoon at 5, 4 Central, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show. With host Carol McManus on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And Jackie, thanks so much again for being here with us today. Before we went into that break, uh, you were going to tell us another wonderful tip. Go ahead. Well, um, as I was mentioning, part of the, the part of the Publicity Club of Chicago board membership that I've had for the last couple of years, um, we get to meet a lot of amazing producers and reporters, and they, you know, we have a lot of interaction with them. And when we ask them. How do you find your news? How do you wake up this morning and you say, okay, this is what I'm going to cover? It was fascinating that a lot of them over the years have said that typically the two places that they go to look for news or what's trending, what those big stories are, are the New York Times and Cranes. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, you know, it's amazing because I've done clients featured on the front page of Cranes, Chicago business. Of course, Cranes is all over the United States. Um, and also, um, you know, another another station. But particularly, I noticed that every time that I had done a client, you know, placed on Cranes, local radio stations would feature the same story. Uh, sometimes even TV stations feature the story. So, um there's definitely a lot of sharing going on, and then that is that 
takes us to another important point is that um, I have been the pleasure of being featured on CBS World News. And um, as we were talking about the story, they, the New York Bureau, Bureau here in Chicago, actually shared the information with the Chicago CBS2 local station, and we ended up being featured on there too. So as you position yourself as an expert, you'll find that uh, the media outlets and the reporters, they share your information with other networks. Sometimes part of the same family and sometimes, uh, you know, because they're all related. They're like a big family too. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's important to know that you might get picked up in one and you might end up being picked up by a variety of other different outlets because of that story. That's so true. You know, one, one piece of coverage can go a long way. I know I've had um, Fox uh, Business News contact me a number of times and, and ask me to come on air with them based on a story that I wrote for Inc. So they're out there looking at other outlets and, uh, and checking out what's, you know, what's going on, definitely. So one piece can go a long, long way for you. So, Jackie, tell us how else we need to be prepared. What, you know, so now we've gone out there, we've crafted a headline, we've gotten together, you know, at least some some bit of a, a, a press kit and, and we have that professional headshot. So, so uh, tell us the next steps and, and what we need to be prepared and what we need to know. Another piece of information, another document that uh, might be useful to prepare, especially if you're an author, even if you're not an author, uh, but if you have a expertise on a certain subject, the reporter might not necessarily know the ins and outs of that subject. So one of the other pieces that you might want to have in your repertoire is basically a set of questions, a questionnaire. If you were to exude and, and basically extract the essence of the message you're trying to convey, how would you capture that through questions? Because those are the questions that will be asked by the reporter or producer. Many times they do their own story and they'll have, you know, they won't even share the questions with you. But if you have the ability to present your own questions, then the potential of having the story come out the way that you exactly want it because you provided those questions is much higher. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, definitely another thing. But let's say that you already have your press kit. You already have all the basic tools. What do you do now, right? Well, as a publicist, I subscribe or I basically pay a membership or a fee per year to have access to this online database that includes every reporter and producer around the United States. But, you know, small businesses, especially if that's not your specialty, you're probably not going to have access to that. So what I want to start out with first is define your ideal media list. And as I was saying earlier, get to really know them. What do they write about? What do they like? Follow them on Twitter. Follow those reporters. You know, what are they tweeting about? What are they on Facebook? What are they writing about? So you get to know them on a, on a personal level. And then at that point, I would encourage you to reach out to them. Many people are, seem to be intimidated by the idea of reaching out to the media for some reason. Because they say, wow, well, Cranes <laughs> or Wall Street Journal. I mean, most people feel a little bit intimidated. Let's face mm-hmm. it, right? But sometimes... Believe it or not, sometimes a non-expert that has a solid story, and of course you've done your homework, a quick brief conversation with a reporter on the phone with a producer might land you the TV, the radio, the print, media placement of your dreams. Mm-hmm. So never be afraid. You don't need a, an attorney in this case. You don't need a, you know, because sometimes we hire attorneys because they can better represent us. But in the world of PR, 
as long as we can convey and articulate a story angle, we can go there and, and, and from the reporter's perspective, it, it seems more, um, because we're not constantly selling like a, like a publicist, like I am, mm-hmm. you know, constantly mm-hmm. pitching different clients and different things. It's sometimes, you know, from a business perspective, sometimes it might even seem more genuine because it's, you know, you really have an expertise. And, of course, you have to develop that expertise in order to have that conversation with them. And always think about what's in it for them, and not only for them, but for their audience. Yeah. How is my message going to make an impact? Yeah, that's the most important point because we work hard to build our audience and uh, we're very, very protective of them. And so you you need to be very aware of that. And and another point, you know, you're talking about them contacting you or vice versa. You have to be really ready because you can't say, let me think about it. I was speaking to someone just the other day who made that mistake. She wasn't sure how she would craft her story. And she was contacted by a rather large news uh, outlet. And she said, let, let me get back to you. And an hour later when she did, that that opportunity was gone. Yeah, yeah. And that, that actually is one of the one of the tips that we were speaking about, you know, through our emails, it's you have to get back to the media right away. Unless it's a life or death uh, commitment that you have, you always have to accommodate, especially with TV. TV might be the only shot that you get. Mm-hmm. There's some breaking news going on, and they need an expert. They need an expert to share that human angle story, and you've got to be ready. Um, it's a big no-no. To oh, I'll think about it, or I'll, I'll see what I can do. I mean, you cancel everything you have going on and you cater to that media request if that is what, indeed what you want to do. Um, because that, you know, not responding to the media, again, couldn't end you up in a, you know, in a blacklist uh, situation. Say, so, well, mm-hmm. you know, I guess this is not as important. And for them, it's obviously very important to have you there. They, otherwise, they wouldn't have contacted you in the first place. Yeah, and I've spoken to so many people who have successfully gotten uh, placements like on the Today Show, Good Morning America. And, you know, sometimes it's, uh, hey, we need you here Wednesday, and it's Monday night. So, you know, you really have to be prepared to move on the spot. Yeah, and uh, and I, you know, when, when you talk about the lead time that you get, I mean, I think this is another very important point to share with the audience today is that TV – Typically, because they move a lot quicker, especially those news stations, TV quickly, um, I mean, the lead time on TV is, is very, very fast. I mean, very short. So, for example, in the example that I shared earlier, I, I have gotten a phone call at 2 o'clock from a local TV station or maybe, um, you know, one show in New York, and they want to do the thing that day. They literally pack their stuff. They come all the way over here, you know, which is about an hour away from the city, and they do the taping and they get back and it airs that same day nationally or mm-hmm. two days later. Or sometimes I've gotten um, a request from a, from a live show here in Chicago or national show and they say, Jackie, I need tickets from, from your client to do a, an audience giveaway. And literally that evening, I'm going, driving over to the client's site, picking up the tickets, waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning the next day, <laughs> driving over to the station, making sure they have them on hand so they can give it to 70 audience members. And it's hectic, but the, the, the fruits of that are phenomenal. The exposure, the credibility, the, the connection, it's wonderful. He, uh, radio would probably be the second one. 
typically I, I, I see an average of about a week to two week uh, lead time for a radio interview. Okay. Uh, so it gives you a little bit more time to prepare. And then print, I'd probably say, is the, um, especially trade applications that happen every couple of months, uh, they have the longest lead time, uh, the longest time that you have to prepare. Um, just in you know, perspective, I just want to share that with, uh, with the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, those are all good things to know because there are so many surprises when you've never done this before. Even, even, even when you have done it before, you know those surprises keep keep coming. And uh, I know that you know from from a an author's perspective, you know I don't always get to accommodate <laughs> the other person's requests. I may change things around. I may not show them the content. I you know there's just a ton of things. What we have about two minutes before. Our final break already but what are some of the other surprises that you may stumble across when when you finally do get a connection um like you said it you will not get to see a story many times most of the time you don't get to see a story before it's published um sometimes media can tell you if and they're going to feature the story because once you turn in the information and answer their final questions you they sometimes don't go back to you and say it's going to be published on this date Mm-hmm. So many times other people tell you, hey, you've been featured on Cranes, you've been featured on Daily Herald, or you've been featured on Inc. Magazine, right? And they don't tell you that. Um, the other thing is that um, you want to share as much information with with the media as you can, and sometimes they will try to be nosy, <laughs> trying to get as much information, you know, those secret, you know, weapons that they can spice up the story with. So, Share as much information as you can, but if you really feel uncomfortable with sharing a particular piece of information, then I would uh, kindly decline. But try to give as much information as you can because, um, again, that might be the reason why you actually end up being featured in the story or not. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to those values, stay in integrity. Don't just tell them what you think they need to hear so that they'll choose you. Make sure that, you know, you're sharing things that you, you truly do feel qualified to share and, uh, and, and in a way that you can really help their audience. Exactly. And, uh, and the, the final piece uh, before we go to break is that um, many times you have done all your work, you pro- provided pictures, video, content, everything that they asked you for, interviews, and at the last minute, they actually end up bumping your story either to another oh. day or cancel it all together because of breaking news. And this actually happened to me with uh, CBS News, uh, World News, and CBS too as well a couple of times because they kept pushing right back. I think they, pushed, they ended yeah. up push, pushing one of them five days after because mm-hmm. there, there were so many, you know, there were things when they were doing a follow-up story, and they only have about 23 mm-hmm. minutes of news altogether, yeah. you know, at this point in the commercials, so... Wow. Well, at least it didn't get canceled. That's the good that's the good news. We are heading into our final break already. This is just going so fun cuz so fast cuz I'm having so much fun. And uh we'll be back here with you in just a minute or two. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. 
and we'll be right back after these. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. In the annals of recorded history, there has never been anything that can compare to home movies. But now, in this modern era, where do you turn for the best information? Right here. It's the Home Movie Legacy Project, hosted by Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use as genealogy research, repurpose or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, homemovielegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues. With the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude. And Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. We're here today with Jackie Camacho Ruiz, and Jackie is the author of a number of books, wonderful books. I've I've read them all. Uh, The Little Book of Business Secrets That Work, The Fig Factor, which is a beautiful story of of Jacqueline's life and a very inspirational, moving, uh, touching story, a great read. And recently, congratulations, Jackie, because you just released the Fig Factor Journal, and it looks to be quite beautiful. Oh, thank you. I was uh, I was actually more excited about the journal than uh, <laughs> the actual book. Believe it or not, I, I I have this strong passion for journaling, and so it it was pretty fascinating. I actually have two other books coming out this year, 2014. One is uh, the Crusaders, uh, which is a motivational comic book. I'm, I'm one of the superhero characters on that book, and then um, my very first book in Spanish uh, coming out in June, uh, which will be distributed around Walmarts and Targets around the United States and Puerto Rico. And uh, so very exciting times. Life is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And you can learn more about Jackie and her company at JJRMarketing.com, as well as TheFigFactor.com and JackieCamacho.com, C-A-M-A-C-H-O. So uh, go check out one or all of those sites. Jackie, so so now we've we've prepared the audience, right? We've talked about how to set themselves up, how to go out and do some research, get some names 
teams, get build some relationships. And, um, you know, I have interviewed experts for Inc. And sometimes it amazes me because some of those websites, I'll go back to the experts website and, and you don't even see a mention of, of the story or the article and they don't even get out there in social media and, and brag about the fact that they've been featured online at Inc. Magazine and they do nothing with it. And then some of the other experts have come back and said, oh my gosh, you know, it has changed my life. It has changed my business. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, let's talk about what to do with that coverage once it happens. You know, Marla, this is probably one of my favorite, favorite subjects because merges and PR. This is where it comes full circle. Most people think that once they get featured on TV, that they're, they're going to get the most feature, the most you know, awareness and exposure during the actual feature itself. Which mm-hmm. They do get a lot of exposure. I mean, they get exposed to people that they would have never heard of them that would have taken millions of dollars in marketing dollars to basically get some recognition and get that captive audience so that is the power of the media that it puts you right in the essence of their audience and it puts you as an expert so there's the validity of that is huge is that third-party endorsement approach but most people stop there they say well i got featured on tv and that's about it and they make the, the best hidden secret right so you mentioned one of them we actually mentioned a couple of ways to get mileage, and and typically the life of the feature begins, believe it or not, after this feature has already taken place. That is when you can really harness the power of your thought leader position. That's when you can connect emotionally to your audience and all the people around you, and even use it as a marketing tool to create get the sales process moving faster because now you're a credible source. Inc. said that you're a credible story, and guess what? You are. (laughs) You know, it's like a testimonial, right? I can say I'm amazing all I want, but until somebody else says how amazing I am, people start listening. It's that push versus pull marketing, right? So let's talk about some ways to get you that media placement mileage. Um, One of the most basic ones, of course, we have the website. The website should be updated immediately with the logos of the media or even, you know, a speech in, and then you write down the names, putting the links either to the PDF documents, the links to the online articles, or the podcast uh, files, you know, the the WAV files or the, you know, audio or the TV uh, video, you know, whatever the case might be, whatever type of media that you have. Of course, you put it on social media, perfect. You know what? The other, the other two ways that people might not even realize you can do or that don't even think about it because it's such a basic one, but at the same time very powerful, is I always would advise my clients to put the feature, the latest feature, on their email signature. Mm. You can put something like, click here to see my latest article. Click here to see my latest feature on Internet. Click here... And it's such a passive way. I mean, you're communicating with vendors, you're communicating with clients, prospects, and it's such a passive way to put it in the forefront without being pushy. And it makes it very powerful. I get great feedback from that. And then the other way to do it, which again, a lot of people don't think about, anytime that you have been featured on a media outlet, TV, radio, print, that feature now has become part of your nomenclature. Now, what do I mean by a nomenclature? 
basically the essence of who you are as a, as a, with your personal branding or your company. So, for example, your bio include the speech that you did. Um, at the end of your bio, you always say, as featured in Inc. Magazine, Cranes, the Wall Street Journal, and you add it as, as a permanent piece to your bio. It could be 30 years from now, and guess what? No one can take that away from you. Right. So brochures, bio, fact sheets, backgrounders, anywhere, speaking sheet, you know, speaking um, mm-hmm. engagement, uh, description sheets, everything has your logo, it has the places that you've been featured in the media, and that never goes away. It just keeps building and building. That's when you start seeing issues um, come out. So those are some some easy ways to do that. But obviously, part of your marketing collateral, part of you can even. You know, I've had clients that had a news page, or sometimes they didn't even have a news page, and we started getting them all these media placements. And I said, no, 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 you need to create a dedicated page for news on your website. Yeah. So we create that put all the links of all the media outlets and, and all the features. We keep building upon that page. And it gets to a point where we have so many of them that we actually create what we call a brag sheet. <laughs> so <laughs> it becomes a marketing tool for the sales team to go into a client and say, oh, here, by the way, we can feature it on. And then, of course, you have all the names of the media outlets or many times you have the permission to use the logos. And you basically hand it over to the prospect or email it to them and say, wow. You've been yeah. featured in all these media outlets and, of course, creates, uh, solidifies the trust. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's impressive just to have, you know, just a collage of the logos uh, on your website and, uh, and of course, the links to. Uh, and, and you can use these experts excerpts from uh, audio interviews like this. There's just so many ways you can use it, and uh, it's important. It's important to stay on top of that. Yeah. Wow, fabulous. It's, um, it's interesting, too, how, how many people don't go back into social media and talk about the coverage. And again, from an author's point of view, that's one of the things that I'm looking for, right? Because our reach is important to us, and we want to expand that reach Every single time we write something, we just want it to be bigger and bigger and bigger. So when I see, for instance, that I've interviewed an expert and they're a publicist and they themselves are out there um, getting that out into social media, that's somebody who registers in my mind as someone I'll work with again. And so I think it's important that, um, that you remember to do that. Yeah, ultimately, whether it's a media outlet or... A, a business, we're all looking for a captive audience. We're all looking to continue to solidify those emotional connections, those relationships, so that we can continue to grow our brands and continue to grow the exposure, make an impact in more and more people. And uh, mm-hmm. anytime that you can show to the media outlets that you're willing to put in some sweat equity and do, mm-hmm. do the work to get more exposure for them, of course, they're going to they're gonna love it. They're going mm-hmm. to absolutely love you for, for doing that and helping them mm-hmm. out. And don't forget the thank you, right? I mean, to reach out yeah. afterwards to the person, say, you know, it was such an honor uh, to be interviewed by you. I enjoyed our conversation, blah, 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 blah. That follow-up can mean a lot, too. Yes, and, uh, you know, with a follow-up, Marla, it's very important that it's not a, um, 
an ex- that you don't thank them with an expensive gift or that you don't pitch someone with an ex- gift because that right. is um, that could actually be taken the wrong way. So yeah. a simple email, a simple thank you card, perfect way to show your appreciation. And, um, you know, but be, be cautious about, uh, mm-hmm. you know, expensive things. Try to get, you know, favor in any way. Mm-hmm. Because that uh, again, that could be seen as a as a negative thing, and many times they they're not allowed to even keep those things. Yeah, yeah, so, we can't keep those things. So. Another little gem embedded into that. <laughs> yeah, Jackie, this has just been delightful. We just have a couple of minutes remaining. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave our audience with today? Absolutely, I the happy ending. You know, as an author, we always think about the challenge, the action, and the result, and ultimately. Why would a small business want to engage in PR? And, and the key benefits when you do that, the happy ending, when you fully execute PR, when you take advantage of PR, is more credibility, more exposure, more awareness, the position of a thought leader, more recognition. It could be less, uh, the, the sales cycle gets smaller because now you're more recognized and you have that credibility behind you. There's a lot of amazing benefits, but you have to align PR with your objectives, what you're trying to achieve. And if you're looking for some of those benefits, PR could be a perfect combination to your existing marketing collateral, to existing marketing initiatives. And um, that is why I love PR so much because it just uh, just allows you to create a bigger impact than you would have otherwise done with just marketing. Mm-hmm. So that's, those are my final words, and I will forever be uh, passionate about marketing and PR. And more PR than marketing. <laughs> They're always fighting for my for my passion. But um, yeah, I, I'm very passionate about helping businesses and um, anything I can do to allow them to be empowered to their success. Is yeah, and it sure, certainly it certainly shows in in the fabulous clients that you have over at JJR, and and uh, I've had the privilege of meeting some of them, and and how happy they are with your services, and just with with simply knowing you, Jackie. Thank you. It's been such a delight having you here on the Million Dollar Mindset, and um, everyone, please make sure and head on over to Inc. and check out this week's article: How to Make Your Customers Fall in Love with Your Brand. Go to Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. How to make your customers fall in love with the brand is the name of this week's article. We'll see you here next week. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, 